Boom. Boom. What's up, everybody? What's up, man? We can come in smooth. How's it going? We are live, live, charged up tonight. Man, we have a good one for you guys tonight. We got Ty and Kyler with Travel Club Crypto Project. We're super excited to have these folks on. They're going to be talking about all the good that is going on with that project in just a little bit. We also got a lovely guest, Barbara. Barbara, thank you for joining us today. Tonight, we appreciate you as always. And of course, we have the coolest guy I know, Moneybags. <laughs> What's up, everybody? And uh, the original Joe Cool Crypto Bronze. Crypto uh, Bronze. What's up? Man, it looks like you got a little bit of sun near you. Is it stunning where is. you're at? Man, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna, it, yeah. I guess I got to get outside a little bit because you and I are in the same time zone. But, uh, guys, we uh, <laughs> we appreciate you guys joining us tonight. Uh, we certainly appreciate all you guys out there joining in. And whether you listen to us uh, watching or listening to us live or pre-recorded, we certainly appreciate you. And, of course, anything that we talk about tonight, man, it is just for entertainment purposes. It is not financial advice. But, uh, guys, we're going to start us off, as always. Uh, we want to definitely pull up the charts, see what's going on in uh, crypto land. I'm going to go ahead and pull up the charts for BTC. You know, just bear us with us for a moment while I get that up. Have you guys been seeing the chart this week? Man. Yeah. Finally hitting that 30K. 30K. Oh, yeah. You're right on the money, bronze. <laughs> almost, almost. Just a little bit. Like that's uh, that's two weeks in a row. Three weeks. Are we? The, are, are you the guy to watch there, bronze? Uh, yeah. No. Maybe. Insider <laughs> trading over here. Insider trading. <laughs> yeah. He knows Satoshi Nakamoto. Man. They, <laughs> okay, yeah, look man. Us up. Hook us up for yeah. sure. You know. Um, let me, uh, let me go ahead and pull this up here, and we'll go ahead and see what we have here. Uh, okay, here we go. Sharing the screen. Let me blow this out a little bit. You guys can see that okay? Yes, sir. All right. So we're, what we're doing here is we're taking a look at the daily chart for uh, BTC, right? The granddaddy, the, the mother of all crypto. Right. And um feels like we've been we've – been Pretty steady. It looks like we actually hit that bull flag, and it, it actually hit right within the timing. Now, I was calling 36. There's a very good chance it still could go up to 36 if we were to take a look at this. So bull flag definitely played out, um, and it looks like the breakout was up. So I think that there's that chance that it could continue to grow. And on top of it, it just so happens that we got a bit of good news going on in the space with Shanghai, and that's a theorem. We'll be talking about that in just a little bit. But uh, crypto bronze, what do you say, man? Since you've been uh, you've been getting this thing right, do you feel like we're going to be uh, continuing this rise? This- um, yeah, I I think it's is going to continue. Um, I think I see some resistance in that thirty five to forty k level. Um, but if we break out of that surpass that like that 40k you know is that has that psychological effect yeah, that, that can that can have a chance to the moon but i think once we hit into that 35 to 40k yeah we're, we're gonna my you know it'll be a resistance and might 
might have some little sideways, uh, you know, be sideways for a little bit. But I mean, it all depends. I mean, with with, with the world go, going on, with with this story about the de-dollarization, uh, you know, people trying to move up, people trying to hedge. Uh, yeah, I, but I do see it, it, it to continue to go up. So yeah, what, what do you think, Kyle? Yeah. I mean- um. Go ahead. Go ahead, Kyle. I'll go after you. No, go ahead. Please do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, um, it's looking good. Obviously, there's like a little bit of resistance right here at the, this 30 or whatever. I've been playing with it, trading it, having a lot of fun with it. Um, and I think some people are kind of holding back, kind of waiting for like interest rates for that to come in and see how, you know, they're going to pivot on this and stuff. But overall, you know, is Bitcoin going to zero? No. And is it going to keep going up? Yes, a- absolutely. And if you ask me, uh, what's the price of Bitcoin? I'm going to tell you it's cheap right now. So just remember that even though we said the cliche, right? I don't want to get in trouble or anything like that. It's not financial advice, but to me personally, it is very, uh, very cheap right now as we speak. Uh, yeah, we'll remember these, we'll remember these times, uh, in the future. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree. I feel like it's, it's definitely, we are, this is history, right? And, and we've been on that downward slope for quite a while. And uh, Rico, I couldn't agree with you more. There, there is no way that this thing is going to zero. I mean, you you take a look at some of what folks are saying out there. I've seen a no. I saw a number today, ten million. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. Maybe not in the near future, but I certainly feel like that uh, that's a possibility. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, I don't mean to to run in front of everybody because I was I was playing with this math. Like, if you think about gold and stuff, right? And then if you bring the housing market into it, it's definitely going to have some potential where it could very easily grow in market cap value um at least within our lifetime for sure a five hundred thousand dollar bitcoin is not far-fetched at all i can tell you that and if um you know the housing market and everything else takes it into because it's really hard to move gold around but you know bitcoin takes over that that's you know that's that's a big market cap right there that's a that's basically like a 10 million dollar bitcoin uh 10 million dollar bitcoin yeah so yeah five hundred thousand for sure within our lifetime and hopefully if it continues to do some special stuff and um other markets keep messing up. Well, maybe we'll see a million dollar Bitcoin. Yeah, for sure. Ty, what are your thoughts on this? Um, well, I, exactly what Rico was saying. I, I think that uh, as as we build more adoption, uh, it'll, it'll explode. Uh, obviously, I think w- once you get more trust involved, and as and sometimes that's just like what you were pointing out was that the trust. It is derived maybe from distrust of the other markets that were supposedly stable. <laughs> you know, um, I think that that's going to have a great effect uh, in that when people start to flood. And we've seen it recently in the last few months, in fact, where, you know, people have kind of flooded into the market just a bit uh, because of Bitcoin. Uh, and because when you see a bank go down, a national bank go down, uh, people start looking for ways to protect it. Because like you said, it's not going to go to zero. And right at the moment, a lot of people can't guarantee that with their own bank. <laughs> so, right. uh, you know, they, they, they're going to feel a little bit. I think it has a lot to do with what has caused the raise. Um, and I do when you were looking at the chart and I was just right before we came on, I was looking at the, the yearly chart, actually, just what you just pulled up. And I see a nice cup forming if it continues in that way for a yearly chart. It could do some very massive things if everything else plays out right in the uh, in the economy. You know, you know, and that's 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 always the the caveat, right? We don't know what's going to happen exactly with the economy one way or the other. 
A bad economy doesn't necessarily mean a bad Bitcoin, though, uh, at all. In fact, it could go the other way around if it goes bad enough uh, and that banks start to fail. Then if people lose trust in the traditional markets, uh, they'll, they'll come into Bitcoin more because, like you said, it's not going to zero. Uh, you know, I, 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 you know, those numbers people were throwing around, you know, sub 10,000. And I, I, I'm not saying it could never happen, you know, not financial advice, but I'm not saying it could never happen. But I'm saying that I know there's a ton of people that would sit there and buy Bitcoin just because they could all of a sudden. They could own a whole one, right? Because all of a sudden, if it got to 10,000, they'd jump all over it, <laughs> you know? And then all of a sudden, it bounced, just like everything did bounce when it kind of hit bottom. Um, whether that was true bottom, like I said, I don't know. But you know, when it hit the last bottom, it bounced. It, it didn't sit there long. It came up pretty quick because people were poised to buy. And once they started seeing it go up, they didn't want to miss out. So they jumped right back in. Uh, so I think it's all kind of playing in into Bitcoin's hands. Uh, the the actual world economy, not just the American economy, but the world economy is playing into Bitcoin's hands. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. We talked a little bit about that last week and what that looks like for the G6, G7. And, uh, yeah, we, we, we agree 100 percent with you. I think we're all on the same page with that. And it's interesting that you called out uh, cup and handle because you do. You see actually two potential cup and handles depending on how far out. Um, MM Crypto, right, as you guys see him on YouTube, he's all over the place. Uh, he, um, he says, when in doubt, zoom it out, right? And if you can't see anything in the charts as we get it close, well, then just zoom it out a little bit and see what you start to identify. You have that potential cup and handle starting here at 47 and then coming on down and then up. But you can go back further and you could potentially call this the cup and handle as well. It may not be as pretty, but it could play out. And that's massive. It's huge. Um, so those numbers, 100 plus, man, that's uh, that would be a reality if this plays out long term. <laughs> so, uh, Kyle, what's your thoughts on this? I mean, we are it's poised to just keep going, in my opinion. Again, not financial mm -hmm. advice, but it's bottomed out pretty well and it's on the rise again, and people are starting to get trust. and. I mean, I feel good about the future personally. I really do. I mean, I own a lot of it myself personally. So, I mean, the sky's the limit, I hope. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. And uh, uh, it's like the green wall. I mean, we may get it. We may get that green wall uh, coming on here. It, it may just go up. Uh, and we've seen it happen in the past. We've seen it happen in the past. If we were to just kind of zoom out a little bit further, we get these very significant upswings. Yeah. It just goes, it goes, yeah, way past the stratosphere. Uh, Oxygen is real low and it goes up real quick. And it's possible that we see more of that here. Um, of course, that would ruin our cup and handle formation, but I'm okay with that. So, uh, you know, we'll, uh, we'll I can live with that alternative for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Barbara, what do you say? What do you think? Good, bad? Is it going to zero? No, it's not. I think it's going to go up. Um, I personally don't have much BTC um, as I want it. But, um, yeah, I think 
once it starts going up again, you know how it is. Um, people like like the the green, so um, and a lot of people buy when it is green instead of you know when it goes down. So I think that that Bitcoin, this is going to be for me. I don't know. You guys are the experts on this, but for me, is the I said, um, like end of this year is gonna is it, gonna go places. So, boom, yeah, yeah there it like is that. to the moon, to the moon. Yeah, yeah. end of twenty three, twenty four. You know, yeah, and I think sure. it's I think I think it's something that you said, right? It uh, you know I think that there are there are some people out there that um, want it to be higher, and the the reason most likely for that is they they bought it at a point that was real high. And yeah. they're now, they're bag holders. Uh, have no fear. It's going to come back. It just takes time. We've sure seen does. this time and time again. So, uh, you know. Yeah, just, um, I just want to say, uh, think about the conditions. Because we're always going to remember 2020, 2021, right? Um, although it just happened and, and people might not think it's that significant. Um, it's going to be something that we talk about later on in the years. Uh, with the type of conditions that we had, right? People staying home, um, interest rates were at zero. Um, so all these things tied together helped push Bitcoin up, right? People are home learning about Bitcoin. And, you know, I was asking myself, can we create these conditions again? Is it possible to create similar conditions with what we got going on? And I believe some people are just sitting on the sidelines right now um, until, you know, Jerome Powell does some decisions with the inflations, whether he's going to halt it and just chill for a little bit or whether he's going to, you know, just stop raising interest rates altogether because some of these factors have to play in um, to, to kind of create this and whatnot. But what's nice about Bitcoin is it continues to grow no matter what. And the more and more time that goes by, you know, it was kind of a joke that it was the gold of cryptocurrency or, or digital assets, but it's really becoming that right now. Um, I don't think people, even though I still believe in gold, obviously, but you try having gold with you and you want to change jurisdictions or, or move from a place. How are you going to move all your gold to another place? If you want to move from Florida or move to New York and, you know, think about how much gold you'll have to. It's too heavy, you know, but if you have it on a wallet and you're you're thinking about your your kids, kids and your those kids, kids and you want to leave them something, not a <laughs> building, you know, real estate. Look at the real estate. It's, it's not that good, right? Then they got to take care of it, the land or whatnot. You, you never know how it's going to be. And then gold, yeah, of course, it's always going to be good. But then moving it, what if um, they want to move from that state? Now they got to try to move all this gold. It's real heavy. Or you can leave them a digital wallet with Bitcoin on there. They can decide to move wherever they want. And that's generational wealth right there without having to worry about all the overhead. If, it, if you invested into you know some kind of form of generational wealth where you know, your kids, kids or whatnot are going to have reap the benefits of it. You don't have to worry about, you know, the government taking that land for whatever reason, wanting to build a new mall on top of it um, while you're turning in your grave or whatnot. But yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's Bitcoin for you. It's got, it's got a lot of stuff. It just has, it has so many things. And I think as, as like with the banks, the banks failing and as time progresses, we're going to appreciate more of these little things that not saying that anybody overlooks, but at times we're just so caught up in maybe the chart or, you know, the actual crypto space, but it's actually bringing a lot of utility to, to the market and for the future to come as well. The people who's going to come, the kids, kids and stuff, you know, they'll, they'll be able to be protected and, and hold one of these <clears throat> Bitcoin, try to get one, you know, 8 billion, 8 billion people, 21, 21 million 
Bitcoin. You should eat ramen. This is the only advice I will give people. Once a week, you should eat nothing but ramen to, to secure a little bit more Bitcoin. That's the only advice I can tell you. I can give you a diet uh, advice. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Where's right the drop the mic on that one, man? Because I feel like, yeah, absolutely. I feel this. T- it totally makes sense, right? You got to go ahead and try to get one now. Get one now if you can. This is it. This is your last chance. Um, yeah. We ain't going to see levels like this for a long time ever again. <clears throat> so, but uh, very good advice. Definitely eat the robin. I like eat that. The robin. <laughs> eat the robin. We got to we got to get one of those uh, captions up there. <laughs> so, <laughs> work on that one. But uh, but I, I think yeah. Overall. Uh, good message, positive message. I think we're headed in the right direction. And, uh, you know, talking about heading in the right direction, uh, we got a lot. There it is. Eat the ramen. Good, man. Now we needed to get the emoji. They have emojis for that? I'm sure they do. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I was trying yeah. to be quick. Oh, well, you were. Quick draw right there. <laughs> but um, we uh, we do got some good news more coming. It's, uh, it's in the Ethereum space. But, of course, that if – and it's funny because you have all these, what they, everyone, well, this was maybe years ago. I don't even know if they do it anymore. Everything but Bitcoin was an S coin, right? And, you know, poo poo coin. And you know, it's like, okay, well, you have, you have Bitcoin, but now you have Ethereum that's creeping up. And there was always talk, is it going to overtake it? Well, remains to be seen, but. There's some big news coming up in the Ethereum space and came out this came out this week. But to be fair, it's been on the docket for for this to happen for some time. Right. Uh, The foundation talks about these types of upgrades frequently if you're paying attention. And uh, we're talking, of course, about the Shanghai upgrade. And the big thing about the Shanghai upgrade and it can be taken good or bad. Right. Because. It does give the ability to enable validators to withdraw staked Ether and uh, some of the rewards that are currently locked up. Now, this article is, of course, indicating that JP Morgan is saying it, it may have some selling pressure because of it. So we may see a potential dip. But, you know, I think the thing is that we need to consider as Ethereum progresses, as they build out Ethereum, these, <clears throat> these type of upgrades uh, get us closer to 2.0. And there may be some temporary sell pressure, but understand that this is just one more ring up that ladder that we need to get to the top of, well, to the end game, which is Ethereum 2. Of course, Ethereum 2 has all those low gas fees, uh, sharding, and a lot of functionality that if you take a look where we were three years ago, when the NFT craze was in, or was it two and a half? Um, it was it was crazy. You couldn't buy an NFT without spending three hundred dollars worth of gas. Crazy. Um, but uh, and and hopefully this improves upon all of that. So Rico, what do you think? Is this uh, good news? Bad news? We're going to see a dip before an up, or is this going to the moon? Um, you know, at the end of the day, it's. Ethereum's gonna be here to stay, right? Because everything's built on it. You know, it's uh I, I usually say Ethereum's like a sleeping giant because we kind of overlook that like how many projects are built on the ETH network, right? So like it's not going nowhere. Um <clears throat> it has its own value compared to like what Bitcoin is. It's it's not 
I don't think ETH will pass up Bitcoin because maybe I'm being biased and, and I love Bitcoin for that reason. But um, it, you cannot overlook that so many projects are built on Ethereum. Now, this kind of news, I'm not going to lie, I don't take it that well. Where, but they're not going to shake me out the market, right? It's like a lot of people who already know crypto. And even if you don't know about it, now you're coming into it as of it being like this from now on. So it's not like you really know about the past. But even this, I'm still bullish on holding Ethereum because how many projects are built on it? It's not going nowhere. So overall, in the short term, it can probably have some selling pressure. I'm not going to lie. I'll always be honest with you guys. But long term, it's not going nowhere. It's, it's, a, it's a sleeping giant, Ethereum. Everything's built on it. And yeah, it's not going to go anywhere. But Talek's too smart. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I mean, guy's a, guy's a genius. And in fact, what, what he did even – what I feel like one of the biggest moves that he ever did was making sure that it didn't necessarily fall on one individual, which is why you have the foundation. And what I love about the foundation is that you have multiple different countries representing, multiple different uh, teams from different countries representing, some of the brightest minds in the space coming together – to identify what the future backbone is and how to make sure that it remains that uh, that backbone and the number one uh, option out there for, for blockchain. So, Kyle, what do you say? Is this uh, good news? Is this bring us this into the future? Is this going to hurt us in the short term? What What's your thoughts? Well, it's hard to say. Nobody can really predict the future, right? But, I mean, I get more attention on on everything in the crypto space and you know get the charts moving up and people's trust you're going to get more of your average investors interested and i mean if we can find some sort of stability where they feel their investments are safe and they can make money it could really work out i mean there's a lot of what a good opportunity here yeah you know, uh, it's something that you said there, and it was about keeping it safe, right? And um, the thing about Ethereum is that it's tried and it's true, and it's been tested. And the security aspect of it is uh, is one of those things that really has is a super strength for it because you have a lot of these blockchains that are currently out there that are touting high speeds, low cost. But there's not a lot of projects on it, right? Uh, uh, Rico spoke to it. Braun spoke to it. Uh, it's they, there's all uh, you know. I feel like actually everyone on the panel has spoken to the fact that you have majority of the projects on this blockchain, and that's and there's no other really that's making a dent in it <clears throat> at this time. I mean, even in the near future. But uh, don't get me wrong. I'm I I do think that there is value in having other chains out there right mm -hmm. and building those foundations you never know 20 years from now 10 years from now that may be the future but ethereum is it for us right now ty what do you think yeah i, I think i think short term uh you know it, it'll take a bit of a downturn there's no doubt that that some of those validators when when it comes you know when they come unlocked they're going to take some profits they're going to take some money and that's okay. It's good to see it pumping up, you know, slightly now so that can absorb some of it. Uh, but in the long term, it's bullish because, as you said, as Ethereum reaches those lower gas fees, everything changes. Because to me, I really do think that may be one of the few things that kind of holds Ethereum <clears throat> back to some extent at the moment. 
um, is the fear of the gas fees. Everybody who lived through that gas fee fiasco knows what it was like to get stuck in something that you were, you might've put a little tiny little bit in and been way up on, but it wasn't worth selling because the gas fees were so high, <laughs> you know? Um, so, and, and I love Ethereum and the Ethereum's not going anywhere because just like you said, um, there's other chains trying to be similar, but nobody's Ethereum. Nobody, you know, as far as mainstream, uh, Ethereum's, you know, it, when it, Bitcoin's the granddaddy of crypto, um, but I think that Ethereum is the granddaddy of crypto with a utility. Um, and that is because, you know, there's so much built on it. And it is mainstream. There's so much on Ethereum that, that we don't realize it's in our everyday life already. Um, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. I love it. Granddaddy of utility. I feel like I want to use that one. Did you coin that? I right? feel like you should. <laughs> but uh, but I agree. You're right. I mean, if if the fact is that if Bitcoin is gold, if Bitcoin <laughs> is asset, then Ethereum is the the utility base in which all transactions will occur. I've been saying that one for years. And I think that there is a misunderstanding that anything that is built on Ethereum is asset class or cryptocurrency. Man, I hate the term cryptocurrency because there's much more to this than just currency. There's yeah. The memes and all that, there's value to it. I mean, we see it's uh, I don't want to say it too loud, but Doge uh, is uh, one of those, right? And when you take a, you have someone like Musk putting value into it and indicating, hey, listen, the simplicity of it, the fact that it doesn't require significant amounts of energy to exchange it should be the reason why we use it as a particular currency. I don't necessarily like the fact that it's Doge. I wish it were something a little bit more sophisticated, but I get it. Mm -hmm. um, now, when it comes to utility, though, yes, it is the future. We talk about Web3. We're not close to true Web3, but this is a start. This is how we get there. So I love it. I love it. Barbara, what do you think? Ethereum is the future? Is it the past? Well, for, for me, it is. Um, I can I can accumulate more Ethereum than Bitcoin, so yes. And as you guys said, um, you know all the the coins that are that you have to buy with Ethereum. At a long run, I know Ethereum is going to be four thousand, like we saw it one time. And I remember you were talking about the NFTs, and I'm in this project that when I bought NFTs. I paid 200 for one NFT for gas fee, and it was crazy. Uh, I was like, oh, my God, but then why didn't buy two at the same time, you know? But since I was starting crypto, because I'm a newbie in crypto, you know, I started um, when the bull was running. So, yeah, and it was crazy, and I think it's going to get there again, and it's going to go up. Okay, it's not going to be the same as Bitcoin. But I see Ethereum, you know, going um, into the 5,000 or more soon. Yeah. So, sure. yep. Yeah. Now, I wouldn't be surprised if we hit uh, five digits. I mean, I think that there is <clears throat> that possibility. So uh, the yeah. future is bright for Ethereum. I'm an ETH head, so I'm biased. But um, I feel like it makes sense that we need a strong, secure blockchain that is not controlled by a single entity, and that's what scares the heck out of me with some of the others. Um, 
And when you have multiple countries involved, then what you have is something that is not controlled by a particular country and not controlled by a particular entity. And I don't know. I think the future is bright for Ethereum and, and certainly the entire space. So I, I agree with you, Barbara. And when the and when people start um, seeing that, because if you talk about crypto, everybody thinks about Bitcoin. You know, mm-hmm. it's like um, crypto, Bitcoin. But when they start doing the research, they see, you know, the importance of Ethereum. Because if you don't have Ethereum, I cannot buy a lot of tokens. So people need to understand that there's more in crypto than Bitcoin. Yeah. So yeah. when when that starts happening, Ethereum is gonna blow. Oh, big time. I mean, we've had so many different projects here that go from <clears throat> from art to music to games to to uh, utility based. Uh, I mean, it it truly is the future. There are so many different uh, functionality utilities that are going to be coming out of the space, and I and I think that's in part what is you know the the governments of the world, especially the U.S. here, struggling with. If we're going to identify this as an asset class, well, I just when you think about it, you can't do it for the entire set of uh, everything that is in crypto, everything that is coming out, because it is not all asset class. It is not all currency. There's that functionality. There's still that utility to it. So that needs to be rethought. They have to have multiple different categories within this, and I, I suspect we're getting there. Yeah, I would, um, I would think of, if everybody remember when ETH was really close to Bitcoin, that gap is going to be closed again. You know, that that's something that it's overlooked a little bit is that the gap between Ethereum and Bitcoin was not this substantial at one point. They were relatively close. And I guarantee, I guess I can't say guarantee because of all the stuff on whatever, but I, I can almost promise you that that gap is going to close again, especially because Ethereum's utility and the fact that, you know, almost the majority of the projects are built on there. So just keep that in mind that that gap is going to definitely be closed up for sure. Where don't think it's going to pass Bitcoin, but I do think that gap is going to get relatively close. And imagine if it was Bitcoin at this price where Ethereum is at right now, would you be buying it right now is the the million dollar question, I guess. Yeah, right. That's it. Uh, sky's the limits. Yeah, million dollars. Yeah, I think honestly, I feel like that can happen. Um, but uh, we'll have to see how it all plays out. Uh, you know, Bronze, what do you think? You want to wrap this one up? What yeah. What are your final thoughts I, on this? Yeah, final thoughts. I mean, I pretty much agree with, you know, the panel, um, especially uh, with Ty saying. With the upgrade, uh, once the stake is unlocked, you, you can probably see some uh, some selling pressures and it's going to dip. But, I mean, Ethereum is just too big to fail. It, you know, it, it's, it's gigantic. It's ginormous. Uh, a lot of projects are on it. Our, our project is part of it, ERC-20. And... It's it's not it's gonna dip, but it's it's just gonna go right back up. It's good to see it be, um, at you know breaking out uh, to two k over two k today, and um, yeah, the, the sky's the limit. Uh, I'm just I, I'm not you know, with all these upgrades. I'm not even really surprised that there was no uh, price action with the with with these upgrades. I think the price action will come into play when you know the sharding happens, when the low gas fees actually happen. Um, 
Yeah, that's that's what we'll, we'll see. But it's, you know, steadily, it's it's you know, it's coupled with 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 Bitcoin right now. Um, but yeah, it's it's exciting times, man. Uh, you know, it's uh, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to pump, man. I, like like we said before a couple of years ago, me and Texas Whale, he's, you know, we we see you know Ethereum hitting you know 10k. So uh, I, I still 10K? believe that that's the number at least. Man. Oh yeah, it'll pass it up, bro. Sure. Uh, it'll yeah. pass it up. Yeah, I think so. But you know what? You've been on the money lately, so yeah. yeah just, I would like to see it at nineteen thousand. I think is uh, I think that's a good place for it to kind of put some pressure on that gap between. Um, I just bit my cheek, but between sixty nine thousand and nineteen thousand has that like almost relative same space that it had back in the day when it was like at you know two thousand something and Bitcoin was at twelve and whatnot. So. I'm watching Bitcoin pump right now, so that's probably why I bit my cheek. It, it almost hit 31k, and I'm, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Um, I got my moon boots on because um, if you guys watched the last few podcasts, I've been acting like a moon boy because you know that bear market was brutal, and I'm over it. And um, yeah, so I, I, I keep my moon boots on when I go to sleep and everything, just in case this thing's ready to take off at any moment. So yeah, just watching Bitcoin at the same time. But yeah, uh, yeah. No, I mean, I think we're all ready for it, right? Oh, wait. Eat the ramen. Who did that? Eat the ramen. Eat the ramen. We don't need to get ramen. to the like bag. We're, <laughs> we're going to the moon here. We're going to the moon. So, uh, yeah, I think uh, I think we all agree. I think we're we're done with uh, we're done with winter. Spring is here. Uh, we're just waiting for summer to come along and just take us to the stratosphere. So, you know, I, I agree. I think that we're ready for it. We're in a good place. There's a lot of good news coming out. And, uh, you know, what's nice is that there were a lot of projects that uh, they were building in the bear and uh, they're they're getting ready for the next phase of this. So uh, I think more to come in a lot of different projects kind of get us into into Ty, Kyle, man, you guys got a great project here. Mm. Travel Club Crypto. Who wants to kick us off? Who wants to? Tell us all the good that's going on in the space. I can I can do that. Um, so TCC Travel Club Crypto. Uh, we're a, a cryptocurrency company. Um, we're a company first, a crypto second. Um, we are what we're doing is we're building a memberships. Uh, way I'm sorry, got got my the tongue tied there. Uh, we're building we're building a membership tiers uh, so that that will come with free stays uh, depending upon how you have to hold a minimum amount of TCC. That minimum amount is not set yet because we only launched just, uh, just over three weeks ago. Uh, so setting it now would be kind of silly because it would, what it would technically do is have to change it 10 times <laughs> every, you know, every time it pumped or, or moved a little bit. So we need that to settle down a tad before we can set that specific price, but we're going to, what we will do uh, is we're going to have a retreat. Uh, we're going to build a retreat in likely Jamaica. Uh, our our co-founder, uh, which is Kyle's brother, um, Tyler, is a dual citizen of Jamaica. And um, so that, that gives us some leeway in Jamaica that we may not have in other places. Although we do have, uh, an, we have just recently hired corporate attorneys uh, that are going to help us in choosing the place that we're going to have it, uh, we are almost 100% sure it'll be Jamaica, but uh, through our due diligence, we will make sure that that is still the best place to go as far as the company is concerned. 
because first and foremost, uh, we have to make sure it's profitable. Um, our, one of our largest uh, desires is to bring in as, as much uh, new fiat as we can possibly bring in to the crypto space. Uh, the way we look at it is because this will also this resort will also be a fiat based resort. So we'll have fiat. We'll also accept TCC. We'll have the membership tiers uh, that will be based on NFTs. Um, we will not sell a single NFT for those membership tiers until we have at least broken ground. Um, everybody's seen entirely too much, especially in the last year of uh, uh, NFTs that come out with all this utility, but then the utility never happens and you just end up with a picture and, you know, the company shuts down. We want to make sure that doesn't happen. So we will be breaking ground before we sell any NFTs for membership tiers. Um, so uh, the big thing is for us is, like I said, we want to combine the fiat uh, model with the crypto model so that we can put people on vacation in a place that is not, we're not going to force them to use crypto, but we're going to incentivize them. We're going to have activities that are based around crypto. What that does is that even if they come on a fiat vacation, uh, they're going to end up using crypto most likely. They're going to end up with a wallet before they leave. And when they go home and they had a lot of good, they had a lot of fun, what are they going to do? They're going to tell other people the same thing. Um, so we want to grow the space because that's the only way all of us will make it. Uh, we can't just keep recycling the same money over and over again from this project to that project to this company to that company, because if you just keep doing that, it will all end up in the blockchain and fees and we'll end up with nothing. <laughs> so you have to, you know, you have to continuously bring new fiat. That's the way you're going to move it forward uh, is to bring new money here. Uh, it's just under 10 percent was the last I heard uh, on um, for, you know, adoption uh, worldwide and even if it is 10%, that's such a small amount. There's 90% more of the world to go. So we only need to get a little little amounts of that constantly uh, to make sure that we keep growing. Uh, so we, we have a lot of things going on. We also want to do uh, third-party uh, partnerships, uh, B&Bs, hostels. We're already in negotiations with certain ones. We've already having conversations. Um, people are reaching out to us. We are reaching out to other people, some in the crypto space, some in the fiat space. Uh, anybody who knows anyone with B&Bs knows that uh, it's all about keeping somebody in it. You don't make money unless there's somebody in it. So they're always looking for any way they can to keep that place full. Uh, most places who have do Airbnb, that's not the only booking service they use. <clears throat> many of them use up to five uh, So because they, they, it takes that many just to keep it full. And that's so that's where we want to fill that niche. So we can get in there and it's also we bring crypto to the space. So we would accept TCC. Uh, we would hope that the partners will accept TCC. Obviously, that's something that we have to negotiate and it'll be up to individual partners uh, and how they want to handle that exactly. And especially until we can handle it uh, completely. Uh, we will have to take on a travel agency uh, type face at, 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 to some extent. Um, because we'll have the, a lot of the same liabilities. Um, that's why the corporate attorneys were the next step before we start doing anything else, because we must dot all those I's and cross all those T's, because when we accomplish the goal, we don't want to get it taken away. So uh, that's most of it. I'm sure there's more we can talk about if Kyle wants to fill in some blanks. Yeah, I'd be happy to. So that's very well said, Ty. Thank you for that. So <clears throat> basically, I see that you have the website up. We currently haven't updated it. In quite some time and the reason being is so you're going to find that it's extremely bare and rather basic to be truthful 
The reason that we haven't is because we're currently in talks with a few different companies that are going to actually maintain the website and install the software on it. And the software that I'm referring to is what Ty touched on just a few minutes ago. We're going to have memberships. So we're going to have an, an op right on the front home screen here. There's going to be a member login page. And what that's going to do is it's going to verify that you're a TCC holder. And once you're a logged in member and you're verified that you're still holding a bag, then you're going to be allowed to click on all the links of our partnered locations, resorts, bed and breakfasts, you know, you name it. We've, we have so many ski resorts, our own location that we're, you know, very, very busy on working towards. And you'll get discounts with all of our partnered locations as long as you're a verified member that's still holding, which we're excited about. We're, we're going to be a travel club and we're working diligently every day towards achieving this. So it's a slow process, unfortunately. Nothing happens overnight. And as Ty said, we, we launched about three weeks ago. So there's five of us on the team. Then we're working every day towards towards developing all this um <clears throat> it's going to be a really really cool experience for everybody involved and it should really take off once you can actually get onto the website and log in and look at all of our partnerships and get links right to their websites for bookings etc and especially once we nail down the location and start building so that's that's basically my field um ty and my brother are the crypto savvy guys I'm the director of property development um, for Travel Club Crypto. That's that's my focus. That's what I do in my everyday life. I'm a general contractor um, developer. So that's, you know, that's my forte. And, yeah, I'm just really excited to get to work and start building. Um, getting the corporate attorney involved who has <clears throat> a lot of experience with this stuff. She actually just closed with a client on a retreat in Costa Rica, very similar to what we're doing, which once we heard that, cause we've interviewed a few at this point and um, we finally settled on her, her, her name is Caroline McCaffrey. Her husband is Paul McCaffrey. Um, he's a lead crypto expert at his law firm. You can actually look him up and verify that. Um, yeah, things are, things are in motion and, Unfortunately, it's a little slower than we'd like to be, but we're okay with that because we always had the plan to grow organically and we didn't want it to pump overnight. We wanted it to develop the right way where we didn't make any mistakes along the way. That's been very important to us because as Ty mentioned just a little while ago, I have been involved in a ton of projects personally that they promise you the world and they don't deliver on any of them. And it's incredibly frustrating. You buy in, it goes to nothing. That's exactly what we're trying to avoid. And that's a major focus of ours is to really, everything is a process and just to develop it the correct way. Yeah. You know, honestly, I, I think you guys, you talked, you said a lot here, right? And kind of taking a look back on some of the, some of the points that you had mentioned. One 
things don't happen overnight. So we understand that for sure. And I think the other, the space overall understands that. A lot of rug pulls going on. So you always want to make sure that uh, you're getting in with the right team. Now, it sounds to me like, well, first off, let's just start off. You guys are showing your faces, number one. That's in this space. That's huge, right? Number two, you're doing the right thing. You're here in the United States. And you're getting attorneys. You're getting your lawyers. You're lawyering up. And you have to because I, that, I can tell you for us as well, that was one of the first things that we did to make sure that we're protected, that our families are protected, that the company is protected, and of course that the investors are protected. If they wanted to go out now and sue the crap out of you or me, well, okay, we're here in the United States. We're kind of used to that from time to time. Go ahead. We can have our lawyers talk to your lawyers. Got to make sure we're doing everything right, especially with all the regulations that are coming out. Now, I feel like you guys have a solid project here. You have a solid game plan, and it's going to take some time. So I'm excited for you guys. Talking about the tokenomics, can you guys focus in a little bit on that? Yeah, I, I was just about to come in with that right before because I realized I had left that part out. Uh, so one of the main things we wanted, I wanted to make clear when we had this contract made, uh, we wanted to make sure what we wanted to do, do was to give as close as you could get to the protections of a renounced contract without having to renounce the contract. Um, anyone who's been involved in the space in the last year or so has seen the multitude of V2s and 3s and 4s and how many ever Vs. And that really boils down to um, the fact that, you know, it was a fad that you had to renounce your contract. People were demanding that you renounce your contract, thinking that that was going to keep them from getting scammed. And they found out very quickly it did not. Uh, mm -hmm. it, it, in fact, it became the favorite thing of a scammer to do was to renounce yes. the contract to make it look like it was okay. Um, the one thing I like to say about a renounced contract is if you plan to be around for very long, you can't have a renounced contract. As you, as you, your volume grows, as you scale, you will need to make changes. Um, now with us, the main changes we knew we would need to make uh, was we wanted to be able to lower our taxes as our revenue streams come in and we can match the streams that way, we want to eventually go to a zero tax, where it is more that the company supports the token than the token supports the company, because it is unrealistic to believe that a token can support a company forever. It cannot. Um, it needs outside influence. It needs outside revenue, uh, not just fiat that we bring into crypto, but this fiat that comes in through having retreats, through third-party partnerships. That fiat is necessary. Um, so what we tried to do with our contract was a little bit different in a lot of ways. So we did, we had, we started out no blacklist whatsoever. Um, we could not blacklist anyone. Um, no stop trading. We cannot stop trading. So, you know, um, <clears throat> we cannot stop it at any time. It, it's going to run. It's not stopping. There's no way to stop it. Uh, we hard coded our taxes, buy and sell at 10% each. Uh, so the current, the current and the launching taxes were 5% in 10% out. So the, the, the sell tax can never go above what it is right now. It will only go down. Uh, the contract will not function if you try to set it above 10%. So um, that those are certain things that we put in. We took the entire supply. When we launched, the entire supply went directly into Uniswap. 
So there were no airdrop tokens. If someone has a token in their wallet, it was paid for. That includes everyone on the team. That includes everybody that's ever gotten any tokens we've ever given away. We had to buy to give them away. So we wanted to be fair so that you don't have these airdrop tokens that were never paid for um, that, you know, just are sitting there waiting, um, you know, to get got. Uh, so and it's uh, so and of the allocation uh, of that 15 percent, I'm going to speak in totals. It's 15 percent, five in, 10 percent out. So of that total, 15 percent, nine percent goes to the marketing and acquisitions wallet. Um, so which does exactly what it is, you know, helps with the partnership acquisition, helps with the marketing. Um, we have also we have three percent that goes to liquidity and that liquidity pair is bought and burnt immediately within the contract. So it never hits a wallet. Uh, so that's burned liquidity on every single transaction. Uh, our liquidity, our initial liquidity, uh, what has is locked for 100 years. We started out for six months, made sure it was running fine. The contract's running great. So we went ahead and just went ahead and locked it for 100 years. It was actually right after the SafeMoon situation happened. Even though SafeMoon, what happened to SafeMoon would not, could not have happened to our contract, uh, we didn't... Um, we just figured, what's the point? You know, we're not going to pull it out. So why, why, <laughs> you know, we'll just, we're going to let it ride. So we've got, we did it for hundred years to give everybody that extra. We want to give everybody as much protection as we can. We want to make it impossible for us to take the money. Right. You know, because it, it, we've all seen it. We've seen it in this space over and over again. You know, somebody's got great intentions. And then when the money hits them, everything changes. <laughs> and you never know how people are going to react until that money is there. And that's that's what I see people doing. And then we have the last, we do have a 3% dev wallet, which goes to the team. Um, that was another fad, or I don't know about a fad, but it was another thing that was a bone of contention uh, for a lot of investors was, you know, why do you have a team wallet? Well, I'll just say this. If anybody starts a company and tells you that they have not figured out a way to pay themselves, they're lying to you. <laughs> so you need to know how they're going to pay themselves. Now, I have in, I have been in projects and I understand that you yes, you can invest in your project and of course we're all invested in our own project. That that goes without saying. But the problem is if the only way I make money is investing on the project, that means I have to sell. Do you want me to sell my bag so I can make money or would you <laughs> rather me get it from a dev wallet? And our wallets are all fed, they're all swap and liquefied, so our taxes do not come in come in native token they show up in ethereum so we never have sell pressure of a huge wallet building up that we're going to have to sell uh in order to buy certain things or pay for certain things it's ethereum so the only thing it could ever affect is ethereum which if we can get big enough to affect ethereum price with a sell i'll be real happy about it so nobody's going to complain um but like I said, we tried to give as much protections as we could. Oh, max wallets was a 2% max wallet and 2% transa max transaction. Um, you know, we all know what max wallets means. It means you can't get but 2% of total supply into one wallet. We also know that it means that multiple people, one person can have multiple wallets. Uh, but we just, you just have to make it uh, to where it's, like we said, we wanted to make it more fair. And it, what it really helped that was at launch. You know, so that somebody could, if you didn't have a max wallet at launch, those first few people could just eat up supply. And, you know, and if they're bots, <laughs> then you've got a problem. <laughs> so, uh, you know, that was one of the main things we wanted to take care of. I think I covered most everything on that as far as the tokenomics. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, taking a look at it, it looks like you did. Um, I, uh, I do see that you have, uh, you had mentioned that you have 100 million total supply. 
5% buy tax, 10% sale tax. What I like is a 0% uh, transfer tax. Yep. Uh, that's real nice. Now, um, I agree. There, the the dev, uh, dev marketing, there is always some mechanism, at least initially, that tax being collected needs to go to the, to the team. And uh, otherwise, you're right. They're lying to you because they're getting it some form or fashion. Uh, the fact that you guys are being transparent up front about it, love it. I guess what uh, what I, I also truly understand is uh, if you were to take a look at the contract overall, you do have the ability to adjust the tax. Now, you did speak to that, right? A lot of folks are concerns that when you have that type of functionality built into contract that you're going to go straight to 100% and you're going to lock folks out or 99. Um, that's not the case, right? The thoughts behind a lot of that, especially the ones, the projects that are transparent, the ones showing their faces, the ones that are lawyering up and getting ready for the future are the ones that are potentially looking to lower that tax because you're absolutely right this is not sustainable. You cannot just live off tax alone. It has to have some product, something that you are offering and making money through that product or through that offering. So I think it's, I think it's brilliant, guys. Let me ask you, what, is, uh, what are the next few, what are the immediate few next steps that you guys have in mind here? I, I can touch on that time if you don't mind. So my brother is actually going back down to Jamaica to see his his wife and his his baby daughter. Um, she's actually just about two years old now, my niece, and um, his wife is still there. They're working on their paperwork so that they can come to the United States. So he has to do the embassy stuff as an American citizen and her husband, basically. So he has currently um, a few meetings, quite a few meetings set up with real estate agents at the moment where we're going to really start looking at waterfront beachfront locations that are large enough and in really nice areas and safe enough areas to build the re retreat on and that's um that's in the immediate future of what we're working on is we're really diligently working hard to find that piece of property as well as the what could potentially be just as important of a piece to the puzzle is the software for the website and getting the website up to speed and the member login so that we can go into our telegram <clears throat> public everywhere else on these spaces and just let the world know now's the time log into the website create your member sign up start looking at what we have going on and once we have all that we have quite a few really cool locations and destinations that are ready to go and put their name on our website as basically a no obligation cost to them if anything, we're just going to create more traffic for them. So people are really chomping at the bit to become a part of this. So it's it's looking really, really good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I like what you guys got going on. And uh, I just want to talk on that a little bit. But you guys got all the chess pieces basically lined up, you know. Uh, if you build it, it will come. I always bring that movie up. It was, I love it. Feel the dreams. And you guys got all the pieces already there. You got the boots on the ground with somebody that you're familiar with, obviously your brother. And... So it's not far-fetched for you guys to do this thing. To be honest with you, if you guys didn't have boots on the ground, it would be a little bit more hard. Like, yeah, we're just going to plan to go to Jamaica and we haven't been there before and we don't know nobody there and uh, <laughs> we're going to do this. It's like not saying that nobody can do that, but at least for me personally, 
to know that also his wife is from there, you know, having somebody that's a native there because you want to have those connections. You want to have those, those type of pieces together that um, somebody's going to work with you and stuff like that. So yeah, I like what you guys got going on. Um, the ideas, I mean, genius, because this is going to happen no matter what, right? We need this for crypto. Eventually it's going to happen. So you guys being one of the first ones is really smart. And then with the boots on the ground, um, I, I think you guys will be actually really successful in, in doing something in Jamaica. And then, you know, after making that one work out, you know, venture out somewhere else, um, mm-hmm. Puerto Rico, wherever you guys want to go. That's, you guys that's the goal. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Multiple locations, big resorts. You know, obviously yeah. the biggest thing for us was to start with something that was achievable. And absolutely. not, and, you know, we didn't, we actually, we began speaking about a resort. And then we realized, okay, maybe that's, a little too gung ho. Let's start with yeah. something smaller, like the retreat, where we can put, depending on the size of the property, we can put twenty to forty bungalows. That some of them yeah. are multi bedrooms. They all have their own bathrooms. Then a big center location in the middle of all of them, where they can all congregate. Nice restaurant, bar, and then. Once this happens and gets off the ground, we can get into those bigger things and other locations and really yeah. cool destination places and be really. Become- I mean, you guys got a lot of options, like yeah. just because if you guys can become the household name of Jamaica and doing this, you know, not just with the uh, the bung- uh, bungalows or whatever it's like, you know, where you guys got stuff going on for people there where it might be other people that don't have the bungalows, nothing to do with this project, but you're making it easier for them to tap in and stuff because it could be with cruise ships. You know, there's a lot, right, that you guys got that you guys can actually do. And um, leverage is one of the words that we know. Uh, shout out to John right there, Texas whale. Yeah, uh, definitely leverage that all the way. And um, with cruise ships and all that stuff, I, I would plaster your guys' um, yeah, I would advertise everywhere. Anybody doing anything like that, they would have to try to be the household name. I think you guys can do that for sure. Nobody else is doing it. You guys can be the first of something that's really good. And we've yeah. felt we've felt that way for a while too. And and this isn't anything new. We've we've been working on this for what would you say, Ty? Probably the better part of eleven months now. And, yeah. Um, well, I've been I've been a part of it for. 10, 11 months. And mm-hmm. I know that you and Tyler and Jason were working on it for a few months before, prior to that. Mm-hmm. So for you guys, it's probably close to a year and a half. Um, and, you know, and it, it took that long uh, to be sure that the right dev, dev was found, the right team was put together because all of that matters. You know, it, it only takes one <laughs> to tear it all down, you know, um, and that is also one of the safeguards that we put in. Um, all our we are on multi six. That's something I didn't bring up before. Uh, both all both the dev wallet. So the, the liquidity doesn't matter. As I said, it's burned. It goes directly to a burn address. The liquidity pair does immediately. Uh, but the other two wallets are both dev are multi sig wallets. So uh, it takes at least three of us. There's no one person that can run with the money. We are all on the LLC. We are all named owners on the LLC, including the dev that wrote the contract. So that means, and we're all from the United States. Um, so if 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 it hits the fan, there's no point in fingers. You know, I mean, we're all responsible. <laughs> you know, not just morally, but legally. <laughs> and we just wanted to give those type of protections uh, because that's what we didn't see. I've spent the last uh, better or close to two years. Uh, trying to teach people how to identify red flags uh, in contracts and in wallets and, and how they move. And, and over time, 
uh, and Tyler and Kyle were part of that probably for the last 10 months or so mm -hmm. and 11 months or so. And um, over time, you kind of figure out, OK, well, if we take this out of the equation, it's going to make it harder for somebody to steal. If you take that out of the equation, it makes it harder. And eventually you can come up with a happy medium. Um, you know, as I said, with the, the like you said, the taxes being adjustable. Yes, they're adjustable, but they're hard coded at 10 to never go above 10 percent. So they can't go up. I mean, well, so the buy tax could technically go up, but there's really no good scammer reason to make the buy tax go up because the whole point is to not let them get out, not not let them get in, <laughs> you know. Um, so uh, there's just not really a, a reason to steal money, you know, yeah. through the buy tax. I mean, I guess if you try to trick people, I don't know. I mean, I just I have a hard time finding that spot. But the sell tax is what happens. They they jack it up to 90 percent and you can't sell or even 50 percent. You can't sell. No, nothing's going to let that go through. So, you know, um, it, it, or you'd have to go to, you know, you'd have to go to advanced settings and, you know, sign your life away and say anything I touch, if it takes all my money, it's my fault. So, you know, um, but like I said, it, it, it's just we tried to we wanted to give people the comfort. And the next thing is our community. Um, we've done a pretty good job of, of we, we've got a great community, Barbara being part of the community. Um, we've got uh, some other people being part of the community. They just pitch in, you know, Donald uh, NFT. I don't want to just start naming people because I'm going to leave people out. But uh, we just got people that just come in and they because there's so many that do so much without ever being asked. You know, they just come in. They 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 do uh, certain things. Donald started making PFPs for people, just custom PFPs. Um, one of the best selling things on our merch store now is the fact that he made TCC. PFPs with people's country's flag part of it. Smart. So, Smart. you know, people wanted that left and right. And as soon as I saw that, I said, oh, well, these are going on merch for sure. It's one of the best selling mm -hmm. things they can because now they can they can promote not only their shirt, their country, but also the project, you know. Um, so it's just a great reason for people to buy it. It also shows how many countries are involved. You know, uh, right. we only got like I think it or well, not only, but we've got 221 holders, I believe. But I bet there's over 20 countries, you know, involved. Represent. We have over 20 countries in PFPs. Easy. Um, so it, it's just. It, it took off, but that's something that started just from a community member that we didn't, we knew, but we didn't, you know, have any real involvement like that prior to. He just came in, loved the project, started making things, started making NFTs. Uh, he made NFTs for us to give away just so we could give them away. Uh, you know, TCC NFTs. It was like, here, you know, just give them away. It's like, oh, okay, that's cool. You know? No, and community is everything. Community is, especially for a young project like yourself, having a strong community to build you guys up, get that base going, man, it's crucial. And it sounds like you guys have a strong pulse on what's going on in the community. So, um, Bronze, any, uh, anything you want to focus in on? Anything that we may have missed out of questions? Um, I had a question on the membership levels. Um, what, what determines... I see you had the VIP gold and exclusive with with determines of how many TCC you hold. Have you guys determined that yet? We have not completely determined it. So what what it's likely going to be is a minimum, which will not be a super high number, a minimum of TCC actually held. And then the levels will be decided by NFTs. Um, mm. we, that was the fairest way because then it can be a flat dollar rate that doesn't necessarily fluctuate. 
Um, mm-hmm. And that so if we set membership levels at a certain holding as the price goes up and down as the market does as crypto, um, it makes it hard to make those those membership levels fair. Like what we would want it to be now may seem super low, could be super high in two months. <laughs> so we would be constantly changing it. So when when is it when is it fair? Mm-hmm. When does it become unfair? You know, and and when does it become unachievable? Um, you know, or or whatever. Uh, for too many people. Uh, so we felt like that NFTs are a better way to go. Um, there's still some things we have to look into, especially with the attorneys and, and different things as far as compliance is concerned on exactly what we can do and how we can do it when it comes to that. Uh, but we do want to, we think that that's going to be our best option. And that is to sell the NFT, an NFT at a flat rate for, for you know, the membership levels. Um, and those levels will once the retreat is open, those and like I said, we're not even going to sell the NFTs until the retreat is breaking ground, so we know it's happening. Mm. Um, the those once that is open, that'll give us that'll give certain amounts of free stays per year. So once you buy that NFT every year, you're going to get a certain amount of free stays at that retreat. And the great oh, part is, man. is yes, that's just that's just that's the retreat in Jamaica at, to start. But as we grow and as we have other retreats and have other partners that are involved. Uh, that will likely include multiple places. So you don't have to go to the same place every year um, and you get a vacation. Uh, now, the floor of those will go up. As time goes, as we add locations uh, and partners, the floor of those NFTs will go up as they're sold on the secondary market. Um, and as we sell them, they will go up because the value will go up in that you can stay at different places. The, the value of your stay will likely go up over time also. Um, so that way, NFTs just make it easier for us to, it's, nobody's ever going to get mad because we sold you an NFT for $1,000, but now we're selling them for $2,000. That just means their NFT is worth $2,000 now, you know, as long as people want to pay for them. Uh, yeah. So, you know, you, you raise your own floor in that manner. Um, so, but like I said, there are some things we do need to check with that are compliance related. Um, and that is also one of the reasons why we chose the firm that we did. Um, they are very well versed in crypto compliance as it is now, as it, where it is going. There's only so much you can do about where it's going because to some extent, everybody's guessing. Some of the best attorneys in the world can't tell you exactly what's a security and not at this point. So, and they, I think they do that on purpose, honestly, because that way they get to pick and choose who they want to go after when it's not real clear. No. Uh, so, uh, you know, but we can, what we can do is avoid what's set in stone now and what we know is going to be a problem in the future. And then the rest, we got to do our best just like everybody else um, and let attorneys guide us the best they can. Uh, Cause there's no guarantees of what the government's going to do. Right. <laughs> And where will the uh, NFTs be available initially? It will be on your site or OpenSea or? Likely on our site. Uh, and I would, it would just make more sense um, to do it, uh, to, to send the traffic to our site for that type of thing. Now, that doesn't mean that they won't end up on OpenSea. <laughs> you know, um, the, the, if they're based on, you know, they'll, they'll likely be based on Ethereum. You know, I wouldn't rule out Poly. It just depends on gas fees and different things where mm-hmm. they go at, you know, at that time when it comes, I don't want to set anything like that in stone because there's too many options uh, these days for when it comes to NFTs and, and avoiding some of the gas fees if necessary. If, if Ethereum has moved along um, and, and you're getting closer to those lower gas fees, and I think that it's more, more of an option. Uh, I, I don't dislike Ethereum 
NFTs. Don't get me wrong, because the gas fees aren't that bad right now. But it, yeah. it's just you know when you add, like you say, you add a few extra hundred dollars to something, then that all of a sudden makes that bottom tier maybe a lot different in price, you know. And you don't really want to do that uh, if you can help it. You don't want to price it out just because of gas. But um, and and like I said, I think it's smarter to send the most of the traffic for the NFTs to if we have we have that capability. Um, then it's it's smarter to send the traffic to our website rather than to somewhere else. It doesn't it wouldn't make much sense. It'd be better for uh, both our advertising purposes and our partners' advertising purposes, which gives us more leverage uh, when it comes to partnerships. Well, makes sense. I feel like uh, the 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 future of the project is bright, fellas. I feel like you guys got a pretty strong handle on what next steps look like. You guys got to check these folks out. Check out their website, travelclubcrypto.com. Uh, of course, they're found on Twitter. They they have a, they got a link tree that has, you know has all sorts of. Uh, they have the chart on there. They you can go check them out on Uniswap. Uh, they have the merch shop. They're found again on Twitter, TCC, Telegram, Instagram, man. They're all over the place. So check these folks out. Barbara, do you have any final words for us, dear? Do you want to kick us off into the sunset? Yes. Um, I'm super, super excited to be part of this, this project because, um, first of all, as you see, um, our devs, um, you know, they come and talk to you. You know who they are. They're very active, um, and we have every single day we have voice chat where the community, you know, can come at any time of the day and say hi. And if they have a question, they are they start um, to do it in Twitter space. Um, I think the first day was yesterday. So between the day during the day, I'm sorry. They, they are doing Twitter spaces so people can jump in and know about the project. Um, they're very, you know, we are a small community, but very strong. It's like we are in BRB, you know, because guys, you have to learn about BR, BRB because, you know, I'm part of them and I love the project and I know we are going to do great things. So, so these are two projects that are starting and one of the things that I love the most is the commitment of the community. You have to, um, you know, be active so people can know about the project. So, and and this community is amazing. Um, they are all over Twitter. They are in the Telegram all the time. And, you know, and they're not talking just to talk. They are talking because, you know, we are being informed about how things are going. And um, the devs doesn't, they, they don't hide, you know, they, they do the things as they are supposed to. And then they, they tell the community how things are going. They love to give, um, you know, it, one of the things that, that I love about it is that they love to give to the community and people that are not part of the community. And, um, you know, just, just go and, and go to our website, um, follow us on our social media, and you will see that, um, you know, it's a great project. It has a, a great future, and I'm wishing that one day they come and they build a resort in Puerto Rico, um, because you guys know that I'm from Puerto Rico, and I, that will make me very, very happy. 
So, yeah. so yes, uh, I just wish the project the best, and I'm here to help them grow. And everything that I can do, as I can do for BRB, I'm going to do it. So, guys, if you're in the chat, I already told you about it, but you have to go and see BRB, too. So, thank you, guys, for letting me talk. Yeah. Barbara, thank you. You're amazing. You. Uh, you know, for BRB and what you're doing um, with this project as well. And uh, got to give a shout out to PR. She gave a shout out to PR. La Isla del Encanto, right? La Isla del Encanto, <laughs> yeah. yes. Absolutely. Yeah, so um, that's more boots on the ground that we'll have over there. And um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. It's, it's really tangible. So I'm rooting for you guys. And uh, you guys will hear something coming on the channel soon. Yeah, absolutely, guys. Awesome project. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Ty. Thank you, Kyler. Of course, Barbara, thank you so much for joining us. And Bronze, Rico, man, you guys kill it as always. So, guys, have a great night. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time. Peace. Get some ramen. We're out of here. (laughs) There it is. Boom. Thanks for having us, guys. Have a nice night. All right. Thank you, guys.